Welcome to Beauty by Design, the intersection of inner and outer beauty. I'm your host, Michaela McLean, a master esthetician who uses human design to empower people to love and accept themselves from the inside out. Let's get you high on you. Hey everyone, welcome back. Thank you for joining me today. I am super, super excited about this episode with my friend, the amazing astrologer, Ryan Marquardt. He, um, ah, just my goodness, this is it's just so good. Okay, so I don't want to spoil too much. Before we get into the episode, I do want to take a moment to just talk about a couple of things. My $11 human design aura type masterclasses. If you're doing your holiday shopping, this is an amazing option that doesn't add to the clutter um, to somebody's house. <laughs> Things that, you know, you're like, oh, another thing. You can buy these as gift certificates and they're just $11 or $50 for the bundle. Hour long classes, they cover type, strategy, authority, not self signature deconditioning tips. They are truly the foundation of understanding your design and starting to love and accept yourself. So, especially those friends, family members, whoever's on like the self love train, this is it. This is the vibe for 2023. So, um, what a great option or stocking stuffer, even, you know, but I'm, I'm, just so good. So good. Um, and they're going to be the prerequisite for working with me one-on-one -on -one going forward. So if that's been on your list of to-dos, just know, get on get on the masterclass now so that you have that under your belt and then can schedule with me when my schedule reopens. And speaking of that, I was busy working today with my friend Alex Sands of SkinCraft, and we were tinkering with some things going on behind the scenes, both two different projects we're both helping each other with, um, very fun stuff. And, you know, it's just really clarifying new offerings that I'm preparing to put out for aesthetic professionals. So my estheticians and injectors, um, you know, even other wellness professionals, but especially if you're, if you fall in that realm, like I have got things coming for you. So you know, kind of think energetic consulting for you and your brand. Really cool stuff. Of course, there's going to be trainings and things coming as well, but you know, in due time, I'm going to be reopening my schedule for this in early January when Mars goes direct in Gemini, which is my 10th house of career. So watch this space for an announcement in the near future. And speaking of timing your career moves with the astrological transits, in this episode, Ryan, um, you know, not only are we going to get into all of the major energy shifts affecting everyone, but toward the end of the episode, he's going to read my chart for 2023. So not only do you get to hear what's in store for me next year, and spoiler alert, it's awesome. I've re-listened to this like the last chunk of this a few times since we recorded it last week. Um, you're going to get a taste of his reading style. Like he is the king of predictive timing. He's a, he's an, he's a manifester. Like that right there should tell you so much. And manifestors, you know, they, they're not getting their input from outside. They're getting it from above. He, he's just got the gift of timing. Truly, truly. Um, which actually he's an emotional authority. So that's funny because that really is all about time and waiting. So quite fascinating. Um, I know his chart very well. So if you really want to know specifically when to plan your big moves in life, whether that's career or family or what have you, um, he is the guy to go to. I know I say it in the episode, but I've sent so many friends his way and everybody 
like eventually like what kind of whatever what it is plays out they're like he nailed this down to the day you know (laughs) we're all just like blown away you know because i like with human design it's not predictive he mentions this in the episode really beautiful compliment you know i'm like oh you're the you're so amazing with timing and he's like the way you read is timeless and i was like wow that's actually really accurate like human design is is the blueprint it's the foundation it's the the wiring of who you are and how to be that you know your best way but when it comes to things like timing that is that's an area that i just i don't even like getting into i can definitely see some things but i'm like ah eh, predictive stuff i don't even want to touch it however sometimes that is exactly what you're looking for and if that's the case i send everybody to ryan so make sure you've got your pen and your journal ready he's dropping specific dates to make note of for this coming year including a venus retrograde in leo which is extra important for all of us that are aesthetic professionals like really listen in for that part so i will have everything linked for you in the show notes you know how to find him how to book with him but for now let's just get on to the episode Hi, everyone. Welcome back and thanks for joining me. I have my friend Ryan Marquardt here, amazing astrologer of Ryan's Astrology. He is a Gemini sun, Cancer moon. Um, he's got his sun in gate 12. He's an emotional manifester. He's a 4-6 um, right angle cross of Eden. He's amazing. I just like, I just I can't Pisces North Node, Gate 22, just he's a magical creature. And um, I just can't say enough good things about him. This is his second time on the podcast. We are gonna do a overview of 2023 today. Cannot wait because he um I've had I've sent so many friends to Ryan, and the thing that everybody comes back and says is just that he is so on the money with his timing, with his predictive timing. So you want to know actual like dates and things. Um, I, that is not my, that's not my area of expertise, right? I'm always like, this is the person you go see because he's just, just so dialed in like, and again, manifester, right? It's just like, he's channeling that stuff from, from up above. So anyway, welcome Ryan. So happy to have you back. Oh my God. I'm so happy to be back. I love talking to you so much. (laughs) Thank you. I know. As if we haven't already been like talking about all I know. This stuff before. Like, oh my gosh, dates, places, all that stuff. Love it. So I can't wait. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh my God. There's so much to talk about in this as well. Seriously. Yeah. 2023 is going to be wild. Right. It's like people, if you think that the last couple of years have been, you know, really something, it's like we're just a part, part three, four, whatever in the installment, right? Yeah, I feel like the last couple of years really just served to, um, I mean, this was like Saturn going through for the last almost five years now, signs that it ruled, right? It was yes. going Capricorn and then Aquarius. And Aquarius. So it's been a very Saturnine last five years right. and Saturn isolates, right? It really, it severs things and like, I think a lot of people have just been like enforced isolation and, Mm -hmm. you know, there's been this huge deconstruction with Pluto and Capricorn as well. Like obviously COVID there's just been all this, uh, like everything took a halt. I feel like in the last couple of years that felt like enough to handle, but I feel like the halt was sort of like collectively 
this larger like all right now you've got this time to figure uh-huh. out like everything that's been not working and like are you are you adjusted to those <laughs> structures crumbling because now we're gonna go deeper like that's basically where i think it's going so fascinating because um it you know the astrology obviously it's like i mean astrology is a huge piece of human design but it backs it right up it's like you know um the truly the structures the structures and the things that are changing you know i we were just chatting about even 2027 before we hopped on i'm like i include that in my master classes because it's just just to touch on that it's like you know the predictive that it's like things are changing there's no denying that and we really need to learn how to um i would say like you know kind of self-govern is is like the important lesson from design and then i think about those last couple years it's like you know saturn saturn's the time lord you know like you said the isolation let's let's are we playing by rules are we are we you know relearning structures and stuff and then pluto's that wrecking ball that just is like yeah we're not gonna patch the wall we're just gonna like tear the whole building down <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's, it's wild. wild it's so wild um to really to really see how it all plays out you know you think I, mean, I don't know when people when people don't really give credit to these things then you're like well there's the proofs mm-hmm. in the pudding so anyway that said i mean yeah we got to get into it. We so speaking of Saturn, Saturn, Saturn is going to be moving. So, like you said, it's been in um, Capricorn, which it rules. Aquarius is it, it traditionally rules Aquarius, and then and then you have you know Uranus. It's like I always feel like Aquarius wants to escape that sort of Saturnian energy and be like, but I know, but I'm a rebellious teenager for life, you know. And yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and now and now we're going to be moving into Pisces. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Wait not saturn's sign not, a, not at all not at all totally a different energy because like yeah. sat- literally saturn seeks to crystallize like it rules matter you know mm-hmm. it's like density physical world and uh, pisces like, like anti-matter <laughs> right yes pisces it's, is like metaphysical it's like by, by, <laughs> yeah all the things that just like no i'm i'm just fairy dust like <laughs> yeah yeah so saturn's like what are you talking about you know mm-hmm. like it's gonna be weird and not like to boot is that neptune i think since 2011 has been in yeah pisces yeah so now saturn's entering neptune's territory right there and they're gonna basically cohabitate for the next five years because they're gonna be in pisces kind of dance around between pisces and aries for a minute yeah have a big, big, big conjunction in 2026 at zero degrees of Aries, which is kind of wild. Blowing. I don't even know where. I don't even know. Like, I can't even contemplate that one right now. <laughs> God, I, you know, because we we were talking about that before before hitting record, and now it's like, well, that will be in Gate 25. That actually is making my mind explode. Like zero degrees. Explain. That's that is like so. Actually, that's really really beautiful that's the gate that get like well i will start crying that's where my mars is my 20 oh my god right Mm -hmm. in pisces and so it's the same gate and gate 25 is it's in a sense it's universal love oh my god so it's like that's like that's like a really i'm gonna i like to put the really beautiful spin on things and be like wow that's that no i love that really powerful like a restart I love that. I love so your face much. right now. Like nobody no, can because see it's it, but making I like, me yeah. think. I yeah, 
Um, well, because one of my like big themes, like I, I always try and like come up, you know, with mm-hmm, a planetary mm-hmm, transit mm-hmm. theme or whatever. This is the obvious ones, like dreams versus reality. Like obviously, yes. right? Saturn yeah. and Pisces, that's huge. But like, I also really think that there's this element with Saturn. It's like rules, boundaries, right? Yeah. So Pisces, Pisces is, is none bound, boundary list. Yes. Yeah. So for me, it's there's this element of Saturn moving through Pisces that's going to be like okay, well, now we're dealing with conditions to things that we used to find unconditional. Pisces rules unconditional love, right? And now we're going to kind of realize there's this, like, mm, illusion of unconditional (gasps) love. And Saturn's going to say, is that really, like, how healthy? Is that really Mm -hmm. how you should view this? Like, so many people over-idealize relationships, any aspect of life we can over idealize and get our expectations up. Pisces is the rose colored glasses, right? And Saturn's going to mm-hmm. Saturn's going to darken those glasses and put some texture on those glasses and say, like, I don't know that you are, you know, that's not. I love not. it because I'm immediately like ready to play devil's advocate. And I'm like, or, or is it like Neptune, Pisces energy going like, no, no, Saturn. Like you think it's rules and regulations and the real lesson is the expanded the, the just like it is love. I because I I've had a mystical experience oh, yeah. where I'm like, no, that's it. That's it. I'm oh, like, no. I think, right? I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see it from the other side of the thing and be like, you think it's all about the structure and the matter. And it's like it is immaterial. It is, it is energy. It's we're we're in Albert Einstein territory. Like it's just whoa. Yeah. No, it's like, okay, so it's so funny you say all of this. I was more so thinking, like, because of that zero degrees Aries mm-hmm, mm-hmm, there, mm-hmm. like that, then there's this by putting in conditions to mm-hmm. things, healthy conditions, right? Totally. Where it's like, I got to protect myself. Because, you know, Pisces is so oversensitive. Yes. Right? Yes, it we are. It leads into everything. So yeah. it needs to learn boundaries. Yes. Um. So I do think that there's maybe an element of that coming into play, but w- that can't harden us too much because it's that's also Pisces power is that osmosis of yes. energy and emotion. Totally. Um, so I think maybe that conjunction will then say like okay good job you you put some healthy boundaries in place for yourself and and you know how to operate a little bit better now yeah. um yeah. but unconditional love still exists yeah. you know what i mean totally like, i think that maybe that zero degree point knowing the gate now i think it's sort of this that's the flip side of the coin but i feel like maybe we have to learn the the harsh one first oh i i would i totally agree and i was going to say too the zero degree thing it's like pisces is the very end and aries is the very beginning and so truly this is a it's to me i'm like this is a rebirth like a rebirth into that that bigger concept and i think to neptune you know it's like um Neptune is the like Venus is about love and Neptune is like that higher octave of like no 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 it's like it's bigger than what you think it is so you, you saying people wrapped up in relationships and you're like that's the thing it's like it's bigger than that it's like love day it, 25 here's what's interesting is like it, that is not a personal love that is again it's beyond right mm-hmm. it's like no this is just the fabric of the universe and so that is so fascinating to be like when people maybe have have that pulled from their eyes and thinking that it's it, it, they they think love is what they think it is and then you're like no like literally that is just that's that's what we're just trying to get back to and we're all we are all it 
you yeah. know, and we need to kind of come around to, to that fact. I don't know. I could talk yes. about this forever. No, I know. It's like, I do, I just, it's like prismatic where it's like, mm -hmm. I do think as a society, we've come into this like false understanding of what relationship is or just that, that structure doesn't work anymore. Right. Yes. Where it's like the fairy tale Disney version of yes. love and relationship. A lot of people do still live in that. Like I've got friends that yeah. <laughs> I'm like, by this point, how are you still in that mindset like it's just right. doesn't, it doesn't exist it doesn't exist in that way and like i get why you were conditioned in that totally and, like, it's a hard thing to say oh that's not real you know like mm -hmm. so there's so like there is this need to back off of that yet yeah, but you can also still like say okay here's what a more healthy adult relationship can look like um yes. a commitment to anybody could look like friend what, whatever totally. um, but that love sometimes love needs a boundary like to put yeah. to love yourself too but then also that relational love can also be separate from that unconditional love you can still have unconditional love for somebody and say like like i had somebody who wrote yes. me and and i literally said i unconditionally love you i love you but in our terms here, like you messed yes. up and I need to like set this boundary, basically I'm not getting totally. into the details of no, it, no, no, no. but I'm like, it doesn't stop me from loving you as a, as a soul, having a human experience. You are, you're on, screwing yes, up. you are on it right there. That's, that's it. You can have love for that person and be like, yeah, you're, I, yeah, I love you as a human being. I just don't want to be in like, I don't want to be in close relationship mm -hmm. with you. And people don't get that. They don't, that's yeah. kind of a concept that's beyond people. Sometimes, you know, you're like, yeah, I just love you. I send you love and care about you, but we can't, yeah, we can't be in relationship in this yeah. way. Yeah. I think it's like you said, basically like there's just the higher octaves, like or different totally. octaves of love yeah. and they can co coexist. They can also be separated out like yeah. when needed or something, but yeah, yeah, yeah it's so interesting. Oh, I love it. Oh, um, just so good. And I'm like, this isn't even happening for a few years. And we're like going. <laughs> well, that conjunction isn't, but they're going to, I think. Oh, I know. Feel it quick. I really do. Definitely. I think we're because I mean, you know, Neptune's chilling at the end of Pisces, but it moves yes. so slow. Saturn only, only takes two and a half years to go through a sign. So yeah. I think this energy is just going to creep up, but it will feel it so fast. It moves into Pisces on March 7th. And mm -hmm. It's just after five years of Saturn in in its own signs, it it we're gonna feel that switch. Like I just think that. So I think we're gonna start seeing Saturn like kind of struggle with figuring out like what what rules are anymore and like what it needs to deal yeah. with. Um, and Neptune also dealing with like disillusionment. I really think that that's gonna be a thing. You know, just like totally that over idealization and those glasses come off and you're like, it's not what I thought it was. And this is also just like historically how things have played out with Saturn and Neptune. Um, when they talk in kind of any <laughs> big capacity like this, mm -hmm. um, there usually is some element of like a serious breakdown of things that we thought were gonna work for us, I guess. Um, like I'm trying to think, um, like, okay, so, like, Pisces especially, and Neptune, they have this, mm -hmm. like, very, like, artistic flair, you know, mm -hmm, like, the rule, mm -hmm. like, Hollywood and film and all of that sort of vibe. Yeah. So, uh, the cool things with Neptune and Saturn is, like, amazing 
works of art have been created, like iconic works of art. Like I think the last time they were together, it was like, um, not the last time they were together. What's the last time they were together? I don't know. But when I think it was, yeah, uh, the early nineties. Yeah, oh, okay. the last conjunction. Okay. Anyway, um, that like Jurassic Park, Pulp Fiction, like, and these these were movies that it wasn't just like, oh, Jurassic Park, really, Ryan? It's like that movie held like the like highest grossing like point at the box office for like four years. Toy Story, which was the first ever like commun- computer animated movie, okay. yeah, like yeah, yeah. like all these really like huge feats came out. Um, really big books came out, like um like think and grow rich i believe that was one of them um like napoleon hill um that was like during like on the way back in the day depression yeah 30s you know i mean there's all but all every time they talk there's there are these really cool things that happen we 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 can expect really great art iconic works of art that we'll talk about 100 years from now but we're also going to have these things that we thought were real or mm-hmm. you know, were idealized get yeah. stripped away case in point um you remember that like iconic photo of the Loch Ness monster this hey. is so weird <laughs> weird example but like seriously uh, it was like when Saturn and Neptune got together that got proven to be a hoax but uh, right it it really was pervasive for quite a while. People yeah. didn't think about. They saw the image, this picture, and which is Pisces and uh-huh. vision, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Um, and people finally like were able to prove that it wasn't real. So um, funny. I know it's 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 interesting, and it's been like breakdowns of religion, but also yeah. great, great breakthroughs happening in religion, and like the first like female priests were ordained in the church like during a Saturn Neptune connection. So there it, it's got really good things but then there's also these other things that we we kind of strip away from it at the same time. I don't it's weird. <laughs> no, I, th- I I that's how I always talk about design. It's like there's a high and a low expression of everything, mm-hmm. right? It's like mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a duality, it's a polarity and you know, you you kind of can't have one without the other. So you know, yeah, on, on the good hopefully. Yeah. And I think like, I mean, there are things happening simultaneously um, with this, which we'll talk about, you know, like Pluto move in, but it's just more of these like planetary ingresses every mm-hmm. time into a new sign. Mm-hmm. The other times where this has happened, like, so this is like every, you know, Saturn takes like 30 years ish to go around the chart. Mm-hmm. So, or through the Zodiac. Um, and so it was like 1930s, 1960s, 1990s. Now is about to happen again but every time that it's always happened before it's it's coincided with a really big planetary movements like in the 60s it was uranus and pluto conjoined Mm. at the same time too Mm -hmm. so there was this revolutionary spirit pluto is violent so there was a lot of war there was civil rights marches like but also kkk you know, like yeah. there was all of these like really good things that progressed uh, us forward um, with human rights. But then there was yeah. a lot of death as well, which I will say death is a huge part of Saturn and Neptune every time they meet up. It's like, yeah, genocides, massacres. These things have happened. Globally. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just been <laughs> crazy. Wow. So, I mean, like, I'm like, uh, hopefully nothing here, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> right. I really hope not like God, but I don't, it's just crazy. There's, I don't know. 
Yeah. There's this the awful dark side of it. And that is also Pisces, you know, like it as you're a Pisces. Like yeah. You no, know, like there's that yes. darkness. It's the two fish. One's upstream, one's mm-hmm. downstream. Very mm-hmm. easy to let yourself just go and go downstream into the darkness oh, yes. of yes, nihilism. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like Pisces rules escapism. And yeah. that's like addiction issues always come up. Um, yes. These conjunctions always come up, but also cool things happen during these like um, psychedelic research. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Serious advancements under yeah. Saturn and Neptune coming together too. Right. So, there is always the low and high. Totally. It's stuff. yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking too, because it's like, you know, we're talking about Neptune. Neptune is, is sitting on my son right now um, in gate 36. And I, and I, I bring this up every once in a while on the podcast. It's like, that's it's in the, in the Yijing, it's called the darkening of the light. It's, no, it that. is about, yeah. right. It's like, it's the whole, like, and, yeah. and the lesson there is like, you know, the darkness comes, but it won't stay forever. And I'm like, is that more of a, could there be more of a Piscean theme than that? And as a person, like to to really have an intimate, like entire life of living with that, to really understand it and be like, yeah. And this is why I think it's like why I'm always like the high expression because I'm like, girl, I know what it's like to live in the low expression. Like I have to actively make sure that I'm always being like, yep, we're reaching for the light. We're, we're going to be the other fish now. <laughs> yeah, which and it's it's so like I love this because a a big part of Saturn and Pisces period, whether Neptune was there or not, Saturn and Pisces is um it is the um, the realization that pain is a fact of life, right? Yeah. Like yes, love exists, beauty exists, all these other really yeah. wonderful flowy Piscean things yep. exist, but so does pain. Your yes. scars matter, and there are things that like are worth embracing. And um, it's like you know that experience of transcendence, which Pisces seeks, mm-hmm. you know, at its highest mm-hmm. expression. What do you transcend if you're not at a low point, right? You have to, ha- yes, sit with the pain, and it's in those moments that like that light comes forward. You feel a calling elsewhere, and then that rebirth out of that dark place happens. And then, hello, Aries. The first spark of life. One thousand cycle. You know, one thousand. It, it goes for it, and that's that's a cool thing. Like, it goes from gate thirty six to that gate twenty five. I'm like, that's not a coincidence, that's right? Wild. Yeah, it's isn't it? It's like it's it's so it's it's it brings a tear to my eye. It's like so yes. beautiful to me. Um, and so so I was gonna say too, it's like for people who you know they have Saturn and Pisces in their birth chart, it's like pay attention. Like this is your Saturn return. You know, you're mm-hmm. you're coming into that. Um. Yeah. So yeah, gosh. Oh, and Saturn I, and Pisces. <laughs> yeah. And I do, I really do think a lot of people, I mean, relationships are such a fact of life in general, but I really do think it's gonna be a theme in this. Um, because, you know, like a, an iconic two things always come to mind for me. Uh Kurt Cobain. He had yes. Saturn and Pisces. Yeah. So did Courtney Love. He was a Pisces. <laughs> Uh, yep. He had a lot of planets in Pisces. Yeah. Um, and looking at his chart when he died too, Saturn back in Pisces. It hadn't, it hadn't yeah. made a perfect return back. Yeah. But also, you know how tumultuous that relationship was, right? Like it was this like, this loving, like, like torturous love, right? Like the love, like love being in pain with each other. My second point being is like, like it's the classic tragedies, the Romeo and Juliet 
right? We love each other so much that we're willing to basically off ourselves together. Like that's this awful way that this can manifest for sure. If people aren't kind of like putting up the boundary (laughs) that's healthy to put up, you know, fall into that victim, martyr, self-undoing behavior that Pisces can have. Yes. Oh Lord. Yeah. Well, like, so he's a Pisces. She was a cancer. I'm like, if you look at a lot, I mean, again, not to go, not to go to the dark side, but it's like a lot of people that have really struggled and and have, you know, kind of ended. It's like, there's water sign Pis- Pisces specifically like addiction to that escapism. It's like the reality is too harsh. I think I said this to you, you know, that one day was like, Pisces needs the rose colored glasses because I'm like, this hellscape is just too much for us. Yes. <laughs> like, no, I, it's, need, it is I can't handle it. I can't yes. handle it. I need, I, yes. and that's me with beauty. I'm like, I need, I need things to be beautiful. I need to find the beauty in life because you're like, what else is going to get you up in the morning, you know, to, to face all of this again, you know, it's pretty so, wild. So important. I think that's incredibly important. Yes. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. God. It's crazy. I mean, like even the suicide angle, I like I when I was just researching, like, because, you know, when they meet up, like I said, there's all like genocides and massacres and things like that happen. A lot of them weirdly also just got to this point where um, like masses of people would be driven to suicide. It wasn't even just like they got annihilated. Was that Jonestown? Was that fall under this? Uh, I think so. I think so. I think so. Interesting. Because there is a spirituality, like that's mm, right. Okay. There's this like spiritual mm-hmm. movement. Mm-hmm. So that's my only other point. I would say like that I would like to make with this one. <laughs> then we can move on from this topic. <laughs> I know. Um, oh, I don't. I think Jonestown was maybe a little. Yeah, Jonestown was like a little, was a little after, but there was oh, other. Was okay. Yeah, there was other stuff. It just seems too. like it would fit. It just, you know, I can't remember it all. No, no, no. I know it. Uh, there was... there, and there's something literally like that. I'm like trying to like. There was a, or, or or the the hail bop comment or like there was a lot of like I mean obviously like I'm I was born in eighty one so it's like I lived through the nineties like I remember all of this yeah there stuff, was a, I mean you know and like there's space exploration there's all these other cool things that do yeah. happen as well with this stuff like yeah there, oh my gosh there's so much that goes on with it I will say I think because of the storyline of spirituality new age spirituality that became a thing in the last. Saturn and Neptune conjunction yeah. that really took hold in the main. I mean, it was a thing before, but mainstream. Sure. Yeah. Um, where people started like astrology had a huge boom at that point. Yeah. Um, a lot of things did. And that is something that I do think we're gonna grapple with. And like I think as people who do this for a living, like mm-hmm. we have to face it. Like that mm-hmm. Saturn is like about facing the karma, not like getting swept up and stuff. I like think that there will be, you know, scientific advancements, which is maybe more of this Pluto and Aquarius thing, but things that maybe disprove new age spirituality concepts. And not even just that, but also just the idea of like, you know, Pisces rules, the the preacher on a pulpit. Like uh-huh. I am the holy one, the anointed uh-huh. one, uh-huh. Jesus, <laughs> the right. Pisces, the yep. fish. Yeah. Like it's that, it's that vibe that like I am. I am one who can channel this godly energy, but you all can't, you know? Uh-huh. So they develop followers. These false prophets come forward. And we have a lot of that. Like we're seeing it in a weird oh, way, I think, in this manifestation, right? Where it's like TikTok. <laughs> like we've already <laughs> talked about that. Yeah. But like, like literally where it's like there are all of these people 
people who don't know what they're talking about, but they they are there's but people are listening to them. Yes. Yes. And I think like people will be shown, you know, that they were wrong in some ways. Um, I I don't know what, what ways exactly, but like one thing I've been thinking about and researching is like, I'm just a skeptic by nature. I really am. Uh-huh. Um, but I still have these mystical experiences that I can't explain where quantum stuff that is starting to really irk me personally, where like, you know, you hear about like quantum healing and like holographic yeah. healing and, all, and it's like, sounds pretty, sounds cool. Sounds uh-huh. nice. Uh-huh. Um, but I follow a lot of quantum physicists now yes. I'm really trying to research it. And they're all like, you guys have a fundamental misunderstanding of what quantum physics is. You're trying to say, like, you're trying to take something mm-hmm. that we're doing and now apply it into a metaphysical sense, which you can't do because quantum physicists barely understand the quantum field themselves, right. you know? And there was just like a physics Nobel Prize that won for basically forced an experiment in the quantum field or whatever. Uh-huh. And New Age spirituality on TikTok ran with that. It blew up. It basically was like trying to sort of like prove that law of attraction and law of assumption exists. And all these physicists are coming out being like, you guys are just completely blatantly ignoring like like observable reality. Like right. Things that we have proven. It's like, and then I believe both because it's like, I'll have these experiences that don't make sense. They transcend science or whatever, seemingly. And scientists can't prove what's going on with me in that sense but like also science exists and it proves something and so like there's this reconciling here and i think yeah. we'll deal with a little bit of a stripping way of some of the new age spirituality concepts that are too far out there especially culty stuff i, lo- I and you know that, that actually i like that i mean that makes me happy you know being it may, i'm laughing because it's like you have you have mars and pisces and gate 63 which i always think is the funniest Pisces gate because Pisces is I believe and it's you know spirit it's all it's it buys into all that stuff and 63 is doubt it's like oh, I have questions I'm like so this is hilarious like this you're you're speaking your design right now right oh my god noted yeah and it's like and it, and and it's and yours is you know it's like it's up there by itself and it's like it's it wants answers you know so it's like I want to believe I want to believe, but you need to prove it to me. It's a, it's come from the logical side and the very, like, I need the science. I need the pattern side of the chart. So I just want to point that out because it's like, this is a really healthy, to me, that's a very healthy take on it from an astrologer who's like, I do believe this stuff. This is what I, I work in, but at the same time, I need, I need the proof. So yeah, love that. Love that. Just <laughs> we're going to prove some things true, probably with Saturn oh, moving into Pisces sure. and meeting up with Neptune in like we're going to probably have some very cool realizations about the universe and mysticism and absolutely like, things that we never really knew we could prove probably. But at the same time, I think we're also going to disprove. Yeah. Disprove. And, and also just like realize how vast and like still endlessly mysterious the universe is. And so yes. much, the more we know, the more we're not going to know, like that's yes. going to be that Neptunian element at play so there's still the magic you know like i totally believe in that totally love it i always think that is like i'm very much my phrase is always like freedom within a framework it's like you'll you'll saturn brings the framework and neptune brings the freedom and it's like you know you're just gonna understand things in in a whole whole different way different level yeah yeah Yeah. and it's like you don't want to have the blind faith like we've seen what that can do and that's actually what's happening it's actually scary a lot of these like 
violent activities that have occurred when these planets meet up be, are religiously uh, driven and yes. like a blind faith following situation. So it's like you have to maintain the feet on the ground at the same time. Yeah. Very open minded to that stuff. Like enjoy it, experience it, whatever. Yeah. But you got to calm it down. Like a huge hot topic I'm seeing everywhere now is spiritual psychosis which I believe. Uh, yeah. I think it's actually true. One thing I've learned, like I just didn't even know this. I'm, I have the book over there somewhere. Joe Dispenza, you know, Joe mm -hmm, Dispenza. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have his book becoming supernatural. I've yep. read all of it, but like read a lot of it totally yep. resonated with a lot of it. It was like, yep. yeah, this makes sense for me. He's like effectively a scam artist. Like, I, like you look at his background. He's like, he literally pretends to be a neuroscientist. He does not have any such degree. He's <gasps> like, what? He's, yeah, like seriously, you can like look into it. And that was like, that was a, that was one of those rose colored glasses coming off mo moments for me where I had yeah. to be like grappling with that and say like, oh my God, like I need to like actually take responsibility and accountability for myself right now and not just choose to live in a delusional state of mind about some things here. Yes. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Like there are, there are, I still will experience that idea of like, high vibe you know like raise mm -hmm. your vibration and it does mm -hmm. I, I get it and it actually like that these practices still work for me however for somebody like him to claim to be a scientist and and basically take these yikes unexplainable things and try and now say oh I, i've studied this and it's it's been <sighs> proven fact now it's not it's not and he right know what he's talking about so it's really frustrating <laughs> you, yep saturn saturn's gonna bring the fact checking and the I and, think so. and the sources and all that it's like I, in speaking speaking of that i'm like oh i um I love on on the opposite end, you know, it's like uh, I'm obsessed with Dr. Andrew Huberman, who is a neuroscientist, yes. right? It's like, and he, I love it because again, it's like bringing, um, when he talks about things, it's like, okay, he's coming hard science, like legit science. And then is talking about the benefits of things like meditation and yoga nidra and all this stuff. And I'm like, I eat, I eat his stuff up like candy because I'm like, you, you were, you're legit. You know, yes. and you're, you're exploring, you're doing it in this very healthy way of like, we're exploring these concepts and these things, but from a feet on the ground. And, and again, this is coming from a Pisces, you know, who is like off in La La Land, but I'm like, I love my, all my Aquarius love science. Like I want, I want, I want it to make sense too. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. But like, what a good point too, that you literally just brought up. It's like, I'm so glad we're talking about all of this. Like people need to just have these conversations. Um. I, I I think a lot of scientists are hardened to the idea yes. that there might be something unexplainable yes. out there and like they don't have faith. Right. So that there's right. that side of this, too, where hopefully we start seeing some of those more like pragmatic, skeptical people who are stuck in that open up a little bit. Totally. Have like spiritual breakthroughs or something. I, I think I think it's so cool. I've, I've kind of like played and tried to be like can i figure his chart out he has um the channel of structuring which is about seeing the like the future like the more out there like like you know like it's cool because i'm like oh he gets it like i'm like this is somebody who's very much the science person but like also understands that even though he, like you know i mean like professionally can't go go probably off in that direction too far but i'm like it's clear what he's doing with this work to me and like you're yeah. you're you're doing it you're yeah. opening people's minds and perceptions in a very scientific way to this so yeah i'm all about it Beautiful. love it yeah i love it cool 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 um, so pluto 
let's talk about Pluto. We can do it kind of like quickly because Pluto's not, it's going to be a teaser. Basically. Yes. And Pluto, Pluto, like all those outer planets, they're, they're slow movers. Mm-hmm. They're little slow pokes. They, mm-hmm. they, I like to, I was just talking to, talking to my friend Ash again about this. It's like those outer planets, we think it's like, they're playing the, that really super faint background music that's coming from another room, right? You, it's not right up in your face. It's not the sun. It's not even Mars or anything. It's like, it's just this faint little like, oh, or the scenery, a backdrop. It's the thing you forget about that's actually happening. So Pluto is kind of that. Oh, it's, it's like totally that. Powerful as hell, but you don't always realize this is this is what's going yeah, it's on. It's not going to present itself no. in your Mm-mm. physical reality on a day-to-day basis, but it causes the outermost planet. It's just going to yep. be the slow rolling change over time. And like when it gets done doing some work in a part of a chart, <laughs> you will be sky, transformed. Yeah, you yeah. will totally see that. Like Saturn's the one that I think is like the it's the last of the inner planets of the visible right, it really yeah. rules mm-hmm. that boundary so i think we we still experience saturn i really think we're going to kind of experience saturn fairly quickly in march somehow yeah. i just yeah. think we're going to have like a breakthrough or something yeah. um pluto we won't probably feel but like right i don't know that we will but i'm curious yeah. to see if there's something going on probably like an announcement maybe because sure. it's an air sign right um oh, yeah. so Pluto will move in, I think it's March 23rd, and then it leaves on June 11th. Yes. And so it's going to stick its toe in Aquarius and then turn right around and go back to Capricorn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, yep. And then it'll it'll do that little dance like one more time. Um, So it'll be like mid-November of 2024 when it's most of 2024. It'll be back in Aquarius. But then okay. it's like... I, like September to November 2024. Okay. It's like mm, cap. And then it goes back into Aquarius for 20 years. 20 years it's going to be moving through Aquarius. And that's like a huge thing. I think this is beautiful because. Yes. That's. I've been, I've been waiting for this. Yeah. <laughs> that is evolution in science and technology and like this, like. this is like humanitarian concepts. This is like, this is people rise up. Like that's that's the, just the thing I've been like, yep, this is coming, you know. Just certain yes. themes. I don't even do the news, but it's like at the end of at the end of basically, you know, people in power. I mean, that's that's like the end of this this Capricorn thing. It's like we're moving away from this power structures and power suits and the old white men telling us what to do forever. And you're like, oh, honey, oh no, 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 no. Yes. This is this is this is the change. Oh my God. I love it. And like, I don't know, like we've already said, everything's got like the positive and the negative, right? Like yes. Pluto's going to sh- also sh- show us what's wrong with Aquarian energy when it can Absolutely. go too far. But Absolutely. I also think it's going to get rid of all of that stuff that's preventing us from being in the best version of Aquarius that we could be, which is that grasp for power, the hierarchical structures, like Aquarius equalizes, it's yes. interconnected systems, it's community support and aid and like interdependence yep. on each other, you know? Yes. Um, like and supporting supporting each individual's uniqueness, you know, and this, to me, I'm like, there. here's the end of the influencer. This is, you know, um, I don't need to be like anybody else, but I, I, universally love and accept you for you but do the same for me and you know 
we're all good, you know? I mean, it's interesting because like you said, some of the some of the more negative units like, okay, technology, that's that's a clear one. Aquarius rules, you know, then that they're they're closely tied. Um, they'll be just interesting stuff, you know. In in the yogic tradition, you know, like in Kundalini, they talk about like the cold depression of the Aquarian age. And it's like, yeah, people being way too attached to technology versus actual like human beings. Um but I mean, there's all kinds of predictions. It's like, we're going to find out for sure, like aliens are a thing. And, you know, like, <laughs> yes, I mean, it's with, with so much because these things are simultaneously happening, right? With mm -hmm. so much Piscean energy and this shift into Aquarius, like yes. the final two signs. The final Aquarius two is the alien. But like Pisces just lives in an alien world. But like, Pisces it's just like, is like, oh, wait, I am the alien. <laughs> Yeah, like I mean, they're just like they're they're both so like different. You know, like like Pisces is it's literally got a, one foot in this world and one foot in another dimension. Yes. Yes, Aquarius just has that alien vibe because it doesn't ever feel like it belongs anywhere. You know, like it's the outsider, the black sheep. So it's just it's just different. Hi, my Mercury um, in Aquarius. Like, yep. Um, check, check, amazing. Check. I think that's like a placement that and a Taurus moon. If I could have either of those, I wish I could like love those like right God. beautiful um i think yeah like um i think there's gonna be a lot that happens with this i think especially with pluto it's you know <laughs> a lot of the power issues that we've had in the last 15 years while it's been going through capricorn like it's stuff we're not privy to right like it's hard mm -hmm. to get access to that mm -hmm. top level mm -hmm. um i think that's a lot of those Capricorn, Capricorn gets the power and it does not want to let it go. No. Right. I mean, going to, and it's going to have to, it's interesting. And I always yeah. think how the, how the, how the, um, the Zodiac goes, it's like, you know, from personal to like interpersonal to transpersonal. And you're like Capricorn, Capricorn's like long time. It's legacy. It's building, it's building things that it's never going to see sort of the, the fruition of itself, you know? And so it's, old money and you know like all these kind of crazy things and you're like yeah and again it's like okay and we get, get past that and now it's a it's about the the people not just the people on top not that one percent so fascinating i have to tell you the the gate that it's dancing between it's a bridge gate between the one that one that spans capricorn and aquarius and it's gate 60 and this is this is down in the very center of the root um the the one that's aiming right up in the middle and it's the gate of limitation and this is something that like uh -huh, pulses on and off. And so, you know, that 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 like, antsiness of like, I want to move, I want to act, but I can't, you know, like I can't, there's something like limiting me. And it's, it, you know, it, it, it all gates so beautiful. Um, but I just think it's fascinating that that's, that's the one, right? And that's almost, it's kind of very Saturnian. And that's what I was just going to say. Mm -hmm. Like, go figure it straddles these two signs that Saturn rules yeah. and Saturn literally limits. It, yes. Uh, it's different in those two signs how it manifests but like yeah has. i always say wild. with that with that one i always think that gate makes me think of like the serenity prayer it's like let me accept mm. the things that i you know like what what can i change what do i have power to change and what do i what do i just have to kind of like surrender and and let go of right yes so interesting um it is so interesting <laughs> i'm like i there I think there's a million things that I could say about um, Pluto going through Aquarius, but it really is 
I think a lot of that stuff, it's like, I don't know, like a lot of the secrets from the last 15 years, I think will come out, you know, things yeah. that have just been hidden away. I just think that's it. There's just going to be much more information access, like uh, the spread of information, just like community support and healing and aid yeah. will move forward. Another interesting thing, just bouncing off of um, the Pi Piscean energy is when Saturn and Pisces are together. Uh, there's there have been these developments in social security. Um, so that's cool that like I think that there will that's such a huge thing now. The last time they were together, it was like Medicaid and Medicare, I think, were developed out of the Social Security Act. And now, like we're in this state of like, are, is, is this going to be sustainable? How do like that was something for everybody to yeah. get access to to make sure that they'd be supported and we are at that point again yeah. where we yeah. need uh some help you know yeah. and unfortunately we just don't like pluto's basically saying like you can't really rely on these traditional structures and the governments and that yeah. social security act that was established so long ago these things I don't, anything like that it's like we're gonna have to develop community support in some fundamentally new way i think yeah it's going to be so interesting to see any of that. So interesting. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Again, hopeful, hopeful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, same. Oh, I'm so hopeful. And like, especially because it's so humanitarian. Like, I just think that there's going to be this unstoppable rising up of people uh, yes, in the that's... face of anybody that's trying to ultimately like keep that power at the top in any scenario. It's just not going to, people aren't going to stand for it. It can't that's happen. that's what I've been saying, you know, like at the last couple of years is like Saturn's moved through, you know, and all the all the things that have happened. I'm like, this is it, people like the kind of the 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 blindfold is off. And and you're just like, hey, not only do I need to take care of myself, it's like we have to take care of each other and realize it's like, yes, like my husband, and I were something came up, you know, and I'm like, I don't do the news. I don't do politics, but it's like left wing, right wing. I'm like, it's the same damn bird, you know, like get over it people like it's like it's 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 that versus you know the the common folk that are like mm -hmm. you know we all need to be like don't don't allow don't allow that to divide us as i don't know i could go off on this i'm sorry i don't i don't no, even like I to go in those places but you know you're like no don't don't be foolish they they whoever they is they all belong to the same club and yes, it, we are exactly. not a part of it so yeah Stop identifying and, with things that are, yeah, that you think are are going to save you or power or what, whatever. It's like, it's, it's not that. It's not that. Yeah, no, exactly. And that like not waiting for a savior is that Saturn in, in Pisces, Pisces. Neptune, you know, yeah. like these things, Matt are so conjoined. Like I, th you know, that there's like the QAnon stuff and like yeah. all these conspiracy theories, which is very, uh, Piscean as well. I know. Um, which I mean, like, cool, but like the, People really do have it in their heads that like there's some global elite and who who is they, right? Like that whole everybody says they. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows who they are. Um, and maybe there is a they. I don't know. But I just think like it's not even gonna matter whether they're identified or not. I, th I think we'll I think we'll know one way or another, like more and more facts of like yeah. how we got to a certain point to where we we are so bound by things and powers that be <laughs> yeah um that we can't 
we, it's not going to work for us anymore. And I just don't think we're going to stand for it. There's no way we're going to be able to stand for it. There's no way. Right. No, I'm, I, gosh, yeah. God, again, I could, it's already I could building. Like we already off. feel it, you know? Yeah. Well, I think, I think, you know, with that Aquarius stuff too, it's like putting people on pedestals, which just, absolutely makes me crazy of like i don't care if it is a celebrity or a sports star what you know whatever whoever it is it's like they are still human beings they are not the, that does not absolve those people of needing to be a decent human being right you know the things that people mm -hmm. rush in to defend i mean just in very weird ways i'm like you gotta stop doing that you know no this yeah it's just that just has to end and yes that they I, that's why i'm always like i i do i even say what I, i'm like do i even open my mouth to this it's like please yes no, I'm like people are gonna think i'm so crazy because like years ago years ago right like i i like and i have to stop myself because also Wait, it's like you you what no like 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 there's i have a whole like yes conspiracy theories like oh. i oh yeah right i'll go let me oh. go up on it do you want to oh. know one that i think is funny well i mean i don't okay I, <laughs> this is a weird <laughs> one for me that i really thought about when like just thinking about this conversation with pluto and aquarius mm -hmm, specifically mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you have you heard the conspiracy theory about uh birds don't exist no we're all drones oh my god look it up it's hilarious okay. kind of like a far reach one, but there are a lot of people who literally don't think that birds are real. They think that it's drones. Um, oh, wow. It's like surveillance, basically. Um, oh, wow. But, uh, <laughs> the, okay. I know. Weird. Um, the reason I'm not, I'm not saying like I believe that at all, um, but I do get this feeling that like Aquarius rules air travel. Yes, it birds, does. Airplanes. Yes, it does. Um, this morning I saw a TikTok. I hate that this is literally my life now. I relate everything <laughs> to TikTok. Like as much as I hate it, it's like it's a right. go figure synchronicity right. here. There was this Australian girl who like just has moved to China and has been living there for 10 months. And she's like, here are all the weird things about China. Like now that I've been been here for 10 months, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. she never sees birds. She's like, they literally mm -hmm. don't exist here. She didn't take it to that conspiracy place, but I, she's like, I just make it an observation. Birds. Like they literally do not exist in China. And I'm like, what do you mean they don't? Birds fly. What how do they Yeah? Where how, are the how are you gonna like stop birds? birds from Yes? And so I don't know. There's some part of me at least that's like, okay, look, you know, Pluto kills things off, also evolves things. Mm -hmm, I'm mm -hmm. curious about like the airline industry in general. Once Pluto gets into Aquarius, I'm, th I'm we're just going to start teleporting. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah there's, there's going to be no more air travel. We're just going to teleport. Yeah. yeah. But then I'm like, I literally researched it and was like, how many, like we have so many birds on the endangered species list. Like we are losing birds already like crazy. Wow. So I'm like, is something going to happen with birds? I just, or is bird behavior going to change? You know, mm -hmm. like they are—they already have this like weird way of operating. I know. See, now I'm going off in like a weird like. It's I'm like fully conspiracy, but like it's interesting. I just think there's going to be something about air travel and any animal that flies through air, which is birds, is this energy. And Pluto's kind of like going to kill things off. I won't be shocked if we lose like really iconic species of birds. If there's some. <sighs> Um, you know, Aquarius rules blood circulation. Like, what if there's some and when Saturn and 
Neptune meetup, there's often not just genocides, but like also illnesses, diseases mm-hmm. will spread. Mm-hmm. Um, but thinking about it from the Plutonian perspective here, it's like it could it would be a bloodborne illness or virus or something. So I'm like, what if birds just all go down? <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, who knows? <laughs> oh, poor birds. Let's, I'm like, I hope not. They're just no, reborn. I know, but they're they're reborn into like a gray that th- birds take over the world. Maybe that's why. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I don't know. Well, because they have such a beautiful way of communicating, right? And they've got this like, fl- I don't know. I think about it all the time. Like they just like their community support is different, you know, like how they yeah. fly in the V and they switch positions and like yes. they just rely on each other. They are that's they... a really that's a really Aquarian theme. Right. Yeah. So, I don't know. That'll be interesting. It's it is. It is always interesting to just like speculate and make you know like observations and then be like, well, we'll just see what happens, see what plays mm-hmm. out. Fascinating. Yeah. God, no. We. Yeah. I'm not even gonna go down my. my I know. I'm sorry. Hole. I know. No, it's fine. Know this is coming. not even touching on on like my craziness. And I'm like, but there's just been so many strange things. And you say that I can't even. I can't even claim that now because I think that that associates you with like a whole thing and then like no i was like og like way back before that 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 said more about um, i was just weird you know not like yeah there's a political thing right yeah (laughs) yeah please please don't take that to 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 mean anything about you know me on a on a deeper personal level but but for real though but at the same time i'm like oh i have to keep myself out of it and then something will spark it something did the other day that's why it's even on my mind something sparked it and I looked at my husband and I was like, I've been back down the rabbit hole. Oh. And I'm like, I've spent like six months out of it. And then I do. And then I'm like, oh, God, I just got caught up in all the things. And I'm like, girl, just don't. Just don't. And I think because, too, also, it's like, it's more the proof when you really followed these kinds of things for like a long time. Like this predates me having kids. And st- I'm like, so we're talking yeah. like 10 plus years and stuff. And I'm like, oh, see it's like for real now like now things people people are it's i always feel like that people are it's the aquarius right it's like maybe it's like people are catching up to things that you're like uh yeah yeah been aware of this for a really long time and uh-huh. people, my friends used to laugh at me and yes there was a code name for when i was i would be like talking about this stuff they call me carla and it's like this whole thing and i'm like um Carla, Carla's been vindicated. Like she's, she knew what she was talking about. Okay, <laughs> I love it. no, Carla for, alone. Yes, yes, and like I'm sorry. Actually, how beautiful is that? You, uh, Mercury in a, in Aquarius yeah, person. Mercury. Like that yeah. is like so good because Aquarius is the early adopter. It has yes. that uh, future vision. It knows. You know? yeah. It is that Albert Einstein energy. I know he's not. An Aquarius, but, but no, like no, no. he's he and I are both Sun in Gate thirty six. We're both Pisces with Mercury and Aquarius. I'm like me. There it me is. And, then, yep, we're, we're homies. It. Yes, and he's got that crazy energy where like mm-hmm. people didn't believe him when he mm-hmm. was alive, and mm-hmm. then he dies, and and then all of a sudden scientists prove everything he said true, and now we be yes. this genius in history. Yes, a beautiful, beautiful story arc there frustrating yeah. while he was alive though i'm sure but yeah. you, you know people kind of come around aquarius is rarely wrong especially a mercury in aquarius like anybody's got that like that's the, <laughs> it's exalted I... there you're rarely wrong so 
I I would be very inclined. And to it's it's, it's it, like all right, and like and when you have that, it's hilarious. Like there was something that happened, a personal life thing the other day, family thing, and I was like. And I was like, in case I, I was like, if I'm reading the situation wrong, and I was like, and then I was like, what I never do. Like, I like, I'm always like, read. I know what I always feel like. I'm like, I know exactly what I'm looking at, and it's yes. hard because you're like, even if nobody else believes you, you're like, okay, cool, yes, cool, cool, yes. So anyway, anyway, so yeah, yeah, Pluto and Aquarius gate sixty that's doing its little dance, and then we also have we got to talk about Jupiter. Oh yeah. And we can like be, you know, the Jupiter's in a sign for like a year at a time. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is like kind of like a little bit of a quicker one. Um, and also so more, it's... more of a theme that we're going to feel. Definitely. Right? Like De I said, yeah. the Saturn, the, well, Saturn, yes, but like Neptune, Pluto, those, like I said, those are more the background music. And then Saturn and, and Jupiter are both kind of the, they're, they're the in-between. They're not the outer planets and they're not the inner planets. They're more, mm. they're more this in-between, um, more generational you know like we they're the they're really kind of the bridge to the outer the outer mm -hmm. realm right yeah so oh, jupiter yeah. jupiter is a biggie you know it brings like usually abundance expansion blessings all kinds of cool stuff it it makes things bigger whatever it touches it mm -hmm. blows it up mm -hmm. and so we've got we've got movement happening oh my god yeah and like it's, it's not going to be all that unfamiliar right now like because you know it flies through the zodiac every 12 years so 12 yeah. years ago we kind of had jupiter and aries but we also had jupiter yep. and aries for like quite a bit in of 2022 this, yeah. actually it didn't get very far not even like a full third of the way into aries but and now currently it's in pisces but december 20th moves back into aries and then it plows through aries like it just yeah. won't stop so it's going to go yeah. through until may 16th in Aries and that's going to you know first sign of the zodiac um so it that's going to be something where you know uh a lot of people are going to be expanding their sense of self like what is my self concept mm -hmm. um it's like I view it like especially right now and like what I'm seeing and like we kind of talked before we even hit record like what I'm seeing these really crazy situations happen in people's lives right now mm -hmm. Jupiter going into Aries is a very difficult energy to miss. I don't feel like we got a yeah. really good taste of it. It got into Aries like this year, but I don't, I think it's just going to steamroll right through Aries. It feels so different in this yeah. time that it literally makes me think of like, I mean, it's at the very end of Pisces, right? Right now it's yes. retrograded and just, oh, it's hanging out at the very end of Pisces. Yes. That is that deep sleep. That is that dark space. That is, it is like, it, right. Just, just like that's it it's gonna get into aries and move quick yeah and that to me is like that feeling of literally just being like jolted awake from your alarm like uh, late yeah. at night and you're frantic and you're like i gotta figure out what to do like i can't go back to sleep now and like oh, i gotta you know like it's that feeling of like being born again you know like yeah really frantic though like it's very <laughs> It is. It's like not the most focused, you know, right. Um, the good thing is that like, I think with and what I would encourage everybody to do in basically until May 16th um, is like bet on yourself, like follow your instincts. You don't want to be yeah. too impulsive, but mm -hmm. like um, you need that's that's your benefit right now. It's it's the trailblazer energy like. Aries is naturally brave. There's good mm -hmm. energy for facing your fears right now in general mm -hmm. um, and kind of getting over that stuff. And um, I think the downside is going to be uh, biting off more than you can chew. 
over exaggerating what you can handle um undermining other people i think mm. it's also going to be a a, a thing it's this it can be hyper individuation i guess that's what i that's that was my feeling it was like jupiter and aries is like do you do it big and you're like mm -hmm. ooh, but but it's kind of like yeah putting you first maybe to mm -hmm. the disregard of others yeah really right. beneficial for self-development it really totally. is i really recommend everybody just do that right now you know like i think that's important um for right now the first half of 2023 mm -hmm. um because we're all gonna kind of be able to take on a new path in mm -hmm. that first half of 2023 we're all mm -hmm. gonna something um and then like i think you know some people got a taste of it this year um already where you know aries ruled by mars mars is the entrepreneur planet a lot mm -hmm. of people are leaving these hierarchical structures and yeah. they are they're realizing like i just want to work for myself the quiet quitting great resignation all these things are happening um so i do think a lot of people are going to be getting that spark of inspiration jupiter yeah. and aries is so inspiring so they're gonna um i think a lot of people are gonna kind of like be carving out their own path in the first half of next year and in a way that's like still experimental a bit you know because Aries doesn't really know what it's doing but it's like if you pick a path if you channel that fire yeah. um you're gonna usually do really well you got beginner's luck and Jupiter's there giving you more luck so yeah if you have that and and Aries is the instinct that is like primal instinct yes so especially if you got a hunch about something follow that path you know what I mean like yeah that's, there's something there do I think you're gonna make a big name for yourself on that path in the first half of next year no but I think like that's like these are like the signs you need to pay attention to mm -hmm. that instinct feeling and then May 16th moves into Taurus and it will be in Taurus straight up for a whole year just until May like 20th or something of 2024 that's uh. when it's gonna root you know, yeah. instincts, if you if you are honoring yourself and like not overdoing it, you know, like still like trying to pick a path, <laughs> but yeah. exploring a little bit and uh, doing something just new, um, I think it's going to root when Jupiter gets into Taurus. That's going to be really good for people's sense of security, well-being, um, your personal values. You're going to start like valuing yourself more and your potentials. You're going to see a growth path ahead finances could get really good um there's other things that are maybe saying like collectively yes recession things like that happen <laughs> yeah. um but I do think that like on an individual level each of us are gonna have a really good ability if we focus on it just like follow that inspiration your calling in the first half of the year and it's really going to root. And God, I love that. I just, I'm like, I'm eating that up with a I'm, Taurus. I'm eating it. Like, it's like, oh, that's, yes! deli that's yes! delicious, honey. I love it. But truly, like, like I, I mean, I'm, it's no secret. I'm a huge fan of Taurus energy. Like, it's yes, please. Yes, yes, yes. Love. Beautiful. Love yeah, that. I mean grounded. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's grounded. It's healthy. It's like, yeah, just, it's yes. as you said it's rooted and and it's oh i don't know and then and then the self-value thing i think that that's really beautiful the cool thing too is knowing um you know it also has a bridge gate that brings brings aries and taurus together and so i always think of like when when human design has these gates like that that cross over it's like it might start in one energy and then it fully matures in the next um you know because i'm a i'm a i 
talk about conspiracies. I'm an anti-cusper, right? But then human design mm. brings in these bridge. Like I was calling rich. Yeah, that's and I'm interesting. Like, so it's cool because I'm like, I'm very I'm like, no, you're one or the other, but we can get into the details. And um, it's gate three. And gate three is kind of, it's a chaos energy. And so I think it's like, right, that's very Aries, very chaotic. And then Taurus to me is like, and then it brings, it brings um, order to the chaos. Uh, right. It's like, yeah. and let's, 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 all right, that was a great idea, but let's bring it down to earth. Let's make it material. Let's get it. Let's bring it into its earth. Let's bring it into the world. Let's make it, let's, let's get serious about it. So love, love, love that. That's yeah. very exciting to me. Yes. Cool. And then and Venus or nodes since we're, uh, I'm down. Yeah. I know. Let's, let's talk nodes let's and then we'll it. talk Venus. Sounds good. Oh, no. What am I talking? Oh, sorry. No, 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 you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. Because also, because we've got the same kind of thing, the nodes move retrograde in the chart. So this is so interesting. Everything else is always like, you know, moving forward, even, even if it's a particular planet that does retrograde. Not all of them do. Sun and moon never do. You know, they're never going to go backwards. Other planets do. Outer planets spend huge chunks of every year retrograde. Some of them only, you know, some planets, I mean, Mercury does it three, four times a year. Mars and Venus are only every other year, you know, so there's a whole thing. But but the nodes of the moon always move retrograde. Um, so instead of going forward, it's going from we're in Taurus right now, north nodes in Taurus, south nodes in Scorpio. And when we hit this next point, we're actually going to be moving into north node in Aries, south node in Venus, in Libra. It's ruled by Venus. Sorry. We're just talking about Venus. So you take it, you take it over. So we're going to be, we're going to be doing that backtrack again in gate three. Mm-hmm. Right. There's so we start this, there. Yeah. We've yeah. got such a like interesting energy of like Aquarius through Taurus, really. Yeah. Like those that those four signs. So yeah. much energy. Um, yeah, like this is an interesting time. This is why I also think people are going to be dealing with relational issues. I think like before yeah. they before they switch, a big date for people to pay attention to is gonna be um, well, really early June, Jupiter and the North Node are gonna get be conjunct Meet Jupiter will have changed yeah. signs and north node hasn't switched yet so that's going to be a really beautiful day to be honest so everybody well in that day it's like just the first half of june june in general i'm really excited about um okay so north node going into aries is still this focus like this need to develop the self so mm-hmm. we're not done with that Mm-mm. jupiter going through aries is just a different vibe that's just like following that natural instinct like on a very individual level north node Yes, it can be interpreted individually, but in transit, it's much more of a collective influence. Very collective. Yeah. So I really think it's this, the realization of how individual and different we all are. And like everybody kind of realizing like, where have we been codependent Mm -hmm. um, on each other or on systems that don't work anymore? Social injustices, like are things we're going to be letting go of because that's, that's Libra. It's yeah. hates the social injustice and extra with Pluto going through Aquarius. I was just gonna going to say all of this is like theme. so layered, it's, so good. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, and then I think like it's funny because with the hyper individualization angle, like that we don't want that. We want this commitment to developing self and knowing like what can we do to give people the resources they individually need to succeed? How can people be self-reliant, right? Like of it, all people, we can take care of each other yeah. in ways that enable that to happen. 
Um, but I do think with Libra South Node, um, it can, it's not a disintegration of relationship and partnership. Like we see these interesting themes. Uh, like I've seen people talk about this at least where they're like, oh, everybody's just going to become like, totally fluid like monogamy is going to be dead and like everybody's just in open relationships and screwing each other mm. like and that's it i'm like i don't actually think that's going to happen at mm -hmm. all and i'm like because i'm already seeing a lot of these like people who have ex been experimenting with that lifestyle realizing what they're missing in partnership you know and yeah to also know that this is not like i think the whole frame of this i forget i think it's judy hall who does a lot of past life astrology stuff says yes. like when the node Judy Hall. This, love her. Love um, her. Yes. Like a big thing with Queen. this, like the, the North node in Aries, South node in Libra is like what we're letting go of is the thought that like we are two halves and we're coming together to make a whole, what we are are two whole individual separate yes. people who are yes. choosing to come together and build something together yes. um and that's beautiful you know Love partnership that. matters and our right. ability to engage in partnership and not just like intimately i'm just saying like in general any relationship life is relationship our ability to get involved and commit and work with other people even have romantic relations with other people whatever um, it's directly correlated to our ability to know ourselves and vice versa. We can only know ourselves as much as we're willing to get involved in relationship with someone else. Cause yeah. we only know ourselves because it's reflected by someone mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. They validate the fact that we even exist. You mm -hmm. know, if you lived your whole life, never had human interaction, you wouldn't even know what you were Yeah, because nobody would. <laughs> right. Nobody would validate right. you in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. So it's so important. This idea of reliance on each other is really important, but that it's a choice, you know, that like we all yes. still are our own people. Yes. Not not a code, not a codependency of two broken halves, but it's like, as you said, just two whole people coming together and oh, love that. And I think too, you know, North Node there, it's like, um, and it and Jupiter having, you know, blown through is like. Yeah, I always I always describe it as, and this is my gate ten, <laughs> but it's like tending to your own garden. You're like, mm -hmm. I don't need to be worried about what you're doing, and I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean that in a tend. I'm going to tend to my garden. You tend to your garden, and we're going to have a beautiful world because of it. But not mm -hmm. not because I'm like, you know, I'm too worried about either what you're doing or I need you to complete me or I don't like that or it's like focus on you. Focus on you, develop yourself in a very, very good, positive way. And if we all just did that, boom. Yes. Boom. Yes. That's it. Yes. And it's yeah. it is, it's also the release of this idea of the binary system, which Libra mm -hmm. can um really enable, I guess, like it's the scales, right? So it's the yep. me versus you, good versus yep. bad. That it's not about like that anymore. It's about like we are one in the same but we are separate at the same time you know like it's not a versus it's a togetherness a yes. unity that's happening here yes. um and there's a respect for that like I, across the board with your friends like every relationship you have has a really profound ability to change and the relationships that aren't able to change in the way that's going to be best for you because you will be developing the self you mm -hmm. will change um your self-concept 
the relationships that aren't going to fit that moving forward will go away during that time frame. And that will yeah. start July 18th and it will last um, all, into like the first half of January, 2025. So go. year and a half of that. Sang. Love it. And just, just as a preview to anybody listening, it's like the nodes also control where the eclipses happen. So that will be the axis. It will be, there'll be a, a Aries Libra eclipses for that next 18 ish months till you, till you said, I just like to like to throw that out there. Yeah, I know. I know. I, I honestly always forget to say that too. And like, I feel like clients sometimes are like, what are these nodes he's talking about? And I, right. I'm glad My when obsession. I catch myself. <laughs> I know there's they're amazing, but I reason, just I, live for the nodes. Absolutely they're live beautiful. for them. They're it's, so oh. cool. So cool. So obviously now I'm I'm the last one that we have on the list. I'm even more invested in because I have a Leo North node. And we're gonna talk about Venus retrograde in Leo. So oh my god, tell me all about it. I know. I it's like not something that makes me happy. Um, <laughs> well, I'm like, well, because we're gonna do a little reading on you too. Like, yeah. and so like I, that actually the Venus retrograde I do think is gonna be showing up for you in some pretty sure. important ways. Okay. Um, and not in ways that I think you think. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know what you would think. I like, know. I think everybody, everybody just always gets worried about Venus retrograde being like, my relationships are going to blow up. No. I, mm -mm. I don't yeah. ever think those things. Good, good. Like, no, it, what it will do, like in general, like it's in Leo, right? Leo rules the heart center. Mm -hmm. Like it's, it is a lot to do with love, but more so like our ability to accept and express love, like mm -hmm. from a place that makes us feel happy. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, relationship problems can happen or drama i would say more so with leo right it's just like that's the nature of a venus retrograde because retrograde every year and a half for like 40 days and when are, like, when is this retrograde happening oh i'm sorry um it'll be july 22nd until september 3rd um so it's like anytime venus goes retrograde like yeah it can be like exes coming back you know um any relationship you have it's not it's not just romantic like that's the really important thing so many venus retrogrades i've had um, no even my venus is in the fifth house of dating romance mm -hmm, and like mm -hmm. i have had a venus retrograde return at the same time and like i'm like surely my like relationship's gonna blow up no it's been like other things like yeah. other relationships so definitely nobody think that um yeah. or just don't expect that please um but like any relationship will have some plot twists i will say like leo is the drama you know like <laughs> she's the drama queen yeah it's like, <laughs> she is God, it's the actor right so like relationship mm -hmm. plot twists will happen i do think and they can be dramatic and blown out of proportion a little bit um and i do think like you know venus is really just about your values in general like what mm -hmm. do you, how do you relate in relationship what makes you happy in leo like leo just wants bliss and happiness it really does so it's like you it's a great time to reassess like who do i want to be in relationship who, what do I want from the relationships in my life? Like, mm -hmm. this is really good stuff. And go figure that this is turning retrograde days after the nodes change. And now all of a sudden there's this release of Libra energy at its worst form, at least. So we're getting rid of the relationship that the relationships that don't matter anymore in our lives or the values 
in relationships mm-hmm. that aren't going to work. So that's that's a big part of this. But Venus and Leo, like even in retrograde, it can be like cuffing season. It totally mm-hmm. can. Like mm-hmm. this is like it's it's Leo at this yeah. point. Like this is the hot girl summer, right? So right. like you can absolutely. I will say it does seem like it's usually going to be an ex um, coming back or like the one who got away or like somebody you've just known for a while. All of a sudden like something else starts developing there cute um yeah like it's cool stuff it's um i'm just looking and it starts it it, that retrograde begins in gate 29 which is the gate of commitment so interesting (laughs) right devotion you know so that's that's a cool one just a deepening like this is really good for reassessing that if you're in a relationship like it's not even saying that something's bad's gonna happen it can just be this like commitment to hey let's yeah. like how do we deepen this even more how do we have right. more fun together or whatever i i laugh because right i'm like i just my mind never goes there i mean i guess i've been how ha- i've been with my husband since i was 19 so i'm always just like we're just scorpio he's mate for life you know like just ride or die but um i so i don't ever go there i my initial thought and just realized so, so this retrograde will end on my north node too cute okay um so I'm like, there's, but oh, we got meaning in here, right? Um, but uh, I, Leo, Leo is is glamour. It's drama. It's like this is my inner disco queen. I don't ever talk about. It. I'm like, girl, I'm all disco all the time on the inside, and I'm like, this is Bianca Jagger on her white horse riding through F- Studio Fifty Four. Like, so to me, I see, I even instantly I see this because also Venus ruling you know, things that we love and find beautiful and other people find beautiful about us to me. And like, it rules the heart. It rules our spine as in like the backbone. I'm like this, this to me, I'm like, I'm already my prediction or how I'm going to, how I know I will speak about this going forward is like, it's the inner glow up. This is going inside. Right. And like, yeah, like, yes, hot girl summer. Right. That's amazing. And Leo was ruled by the sun. It's like, you're going to radiate from the inside out, you know, like that's a, that's a really beautiful, that's, Ooh. Mm. I love that. I love like, I never, I just thank you for knowing astrology (laughs) and all of these things. I never get to have the best conversations. I love it. It's like my favorite. Yes. The inner glow up. Okay. But how, and I'm actually, I think that's really important to actually emphasize too. inner glow up what I right. will totally emphasize and actually how I see more of this playing out versus like relationships. Yeah. Stuff. No, right. Um, it, people get so like, tied up in that. Yeah. I'm just like, that's boring. To, I mean, like I said, no. married I, kids, like, it's boring to me. Like, right. I mean, not I'm an Aquarius rising. So yeah. Leo rules my seventh house of partnership. Right. So for me, it yes. totally might be a relationship, but it could not, be. I don't think it would be. But not necessarily everybody. Um, yeah. I love it. But Leo's so creative, right? It's what makes us yes. talented and special. And yes. like, I would say a big part of this for a lot of people is just that feeling of like, um, it's like writer's block, but like across the board and anything that like, you're not feeling like you can put that energy out there and mm-hmm. it's not a time to mm-hmm. force it. It's no. not, it's like, if you're working on something and it's not on a big deadline, it, th- this is going to be the time to like, let that sit and breathe, you know, um, you know, I was going to say too, sorry to interject real, real quick, but it's like also, so by this time we'll have the North Node in Aries. So fire sign, there'll be some sort of, even if it's a loose trine, I'm not even getting really specific. It's like, we're going to have there. That'll, that's a, 
supportive thing to, again, to put yourself, be putting yourself first, doing that inner glow up, going within yourself to really like reignite that like inner fire. Yes. And again, it's like, it's, it's in service of you, but yeah. it's also, and you, I, I really think people are going to have that realization while they're pursuing their self-development that, oh, me doing this is making me show up better in all my relationships because I'm taking care of me. So I Dude. can be intersecting with other that people. That's the basis of human design, right? Jesus, <laughs> like, yes, like do you and do it the best you can. And it's of benefit to truly, it's the least selfish, it's least selfish thing you can do. It's like, it's the most beneficial thing you can do for ev everyone that you come that's into contact it. with. Yeah, yeah. It's not selfish. Like, no, that's not the energy of this. Like, don't no. think of it as narcissism and egocentric at all. Um, I think you hit the mic. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Thank you for Gemini. Talk with my hands. Right. Like, <laughs> honest to God. Um, the only other things I would say about this one, really quick, is mm -hmm. uh, inner child work is good. Leo. Oh yeah. Children. Child. Divine child. Yeah. If you have kids, like you may want to like revisit any issues, maybe that you feel like you've been having with them. It can be a good time to work on stuff with with your children or yep. your inner child. Money issues, I will say yes. Like definitely Leo like, likes not... to spend. Yes. It is like <laughs> gonna go gamble. Like and yeah. it's not the time. It's not the time. This whole time frame, it's not it's not like putting yourself in deprivation mode, right? Like it, Leo needs to feel happy <laughs> but you like just watch the bank account um and like it's a good time to rework your budget refinance if that's uh, right I, I i'm laughing i'm like with with jupiter and taurus who loved the luxury and then this with leo same same they're they're, they're both they're both uh fixed signs they and they love the finer things so Yes. Yes. Exactly. No, it's real. Like it's yeah. going, this idea of overindulgence is going yes. to be strong for a yeah. lot of people. Yeah. For, for sure. Um, the other thing I'll say is that inner beauty, the inner glow up, that do it. Yeah. Outer beauty, gotta be careful. We gotta be careful. Yes. Venus retrograde. You want to pump have to be careful. Yeah. A little frustrating, I know. It's like people i know a lot of your listeners work in the industry <laughs> like um like I, it sucks but like you know leo kind of rules vanity right so yes. it's like you don't want cosmetic surgery really like it's not the best time for it i'll say it's yes. going to change in everybody's chart you're going to want to like really plan it out in a good way um or it's something that like if you're already thinking about in advance of the Venus retrograde, then okay, cool. Actually, in advance of the pre-retro shadow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're just already like around plotting. It. Exactly. Yeah. Or you can schedule something yeah. for it as long as you've already done it. You just have to time it appropriately. It's not like gonna blow up in your face necessarily. But in general, this is not the time for like buying new clothes, getting like or starting new beauty routines, yeah. getting a drastic haircut, even things like like getting a teeth whitening treatment, spray tanning, these things can all of a sudden like have some sort of adverse effect and not yeah. give you your desired result. And that's what you don't want with this Venus retrograde is it's right. going to then impact that inner glow up, that inner beauty, right? Yes. You're not going to feel beautiful. Yes. Um, and so we're talking, you know, it's a matter of weeks, 
you know, totally. if you want to full, you want to fold the shadow days. in there. I was just going to say, it's like, you know, it's not, it's not a huge. So really, I mean, yeah, like I'm like, oh, I'm going to go hard on this whole inner glow up thing. I mean, that's already oh, know, like, hi, that is, that is what it's my entire life. Yeah. But like, it's literally time. But, it's but literally it's, it's time. time. It is. Oh, speaking of time. How are we? Do you want to talk? Do you want to talk about the the last little bit then? And yes. Since we're on this whole your chart, yeah, yeah. I said I, I, I said I I told Ryan I was like I want to have you on. We're going to talk twenty twenty three, and then also I want you to just look at my chart for the year because I he's such an amazing astrologer, and I just want you know I always think it's like don't tell him, show him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, although I'm like not sharing the screen, I guess so they don't know, yeah. whatever, they, you know, I, I know. And I'm tr- going to try and boil this down and not like over communicate. Um, I, cause I have so many things like there may be things that we talk about offline too. Oh yes. Um, and I get my so, notepad like, out. I know I could go on for a whole hour with everything that I put it here. Yeah. Um, a big thing is like just a, you, which you already know, embracing that Neptune on your son, like that's yes. going to be there for a little bit. So yeah. That is just a purposeful um, dissolve of the self, like as mm. you know it, and letting it happen. Like it's okay. Like you're not necessarily supposed to understand what you're doing, what the grand scheme is. Just sort of having that trust in things right now is pretty important. You were speaking to my soul. Like <laughs> this is so relevant so relevant and it's cool because like you know it's like if we live a long healthy life we'll see neptune go like halfway around the chart so some people won't even ever experience don't even get this you know and you have a few of those things happening i think actually um another thing that's really big is the progressed chart that i like your so progressed charts is different than the birth chart it's different than transits in real time i'm not going to get super into it but you mm-hmm. have some serious things serious <laughs> <laughs> i mean it like these are things where like as an astrologer oftentimes i don't even need to go to a progressed chart like mm-hmm. I, I can just look at transits for timing but progressed chart like it just moves slower but when when it confirms other stuff it's like oh i know i know that this is happening okay so Progress chart is like in astrology, a day for a, day a year. For year. Yes. So like the chart on your 14th day of life is basically indicative of your 14th year of life. Mm-hmm. So it's just these longer themes of what you're going through. The planets move, quote unquote, slower, whatever. So I'm already sun in Taurus, right? Because I'm at the end of oh, Pisces. Yeah. I know. I, I've only ever dabbled in progress charts. Continue. Oh, yeah, no. I I honestly don't use them all that often. Yeah. All I want to say is what really freaking matters is <laughs> uh your uh your <laughs> the moon is progressed. The moon takes like, you know, 28, 29 years to go through mm-hmm. the progressed chart. Mm-hmm. So your moon is in uh Aquarius in your 6th house. Um in my progressed right chart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that normally I have a Leo moon just so people kind of know, you know, how this this is changing. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so moon in Aquarius. Yeah. Your moon is in Aquarius. It's still going to be in Aquarius for like another year and a half. Uh um, But it is it is in the full moon phase now. That's (gasps) this culmination. This is just me setting a backdrop for things that you have coming up that I think are really, really incredible. So culmination time frame. Anybody's 
full moon progression is is going to be this period of like okay fruition dreams coming true quote unquote like really good things happen it's mm-hmm. like you get what what you're owed you know or at least what you, you you're gonna but you've been re- putting into okay <laughs> yeah girl, right yeah. has been sowing so much i know it's not yeah yes she's ready to will... reap something mm-hmm. and so now get this not only is it a progressed full moon mm-hmm. in march um, when all these planetary shifts start happening. Oh, and by the way, Mar- uh, Gemini also, or Mars also leaves Gemini in March too. So another planetary shift. At okay. that point, it will have been in Gemini for eight months. That is a Which lot is of Mars crazy. Yes, so crazy long time. And Gemini is meant in Taos. Yeah, I can't. Of career. Yeah, there's such an emphasis on the planetary shifts that are yes. taking place in March. Um, so in March, you get this, progress full moon and it's happening way beyond March too. But um in March, it's also completing a trine with your natal midheaven career. Full moon, beautiful aspect to career, some sort of career fruition coming into play. Um first of all, it is also in a strong trine with your natal Pluto in the second house over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. In really powerful. Mm-hmm. I just uh, love your face right now. Uh-huh. Because you know Very I'm powerful. like, it's the two of us. We're like, mm, mm. I know. I know. I'm like, I, I want to say things like this is like good money career opportunities here. Like that, you, you all three houses are lit up. Second, sixth, tenth. These uh-huh. are work and money. Work and, work and money. Houses. Yeah, like, houses. Is, and it's and it's all full moon. And it's right. impacting both. Like this is amazing, just for this longer period in your life in general. Um, so love that. Um, and also, your progressed midheaven, which mm-hmm. moves one degree a year mm-hmm. at the same time. Progressed midheaven is in a trine with your sun in your birth chart. Shut so uh, that's amazing. Um, all that's amazing. It's not, it's not just indicating in my mind, like good things happening in career and like financial opportunities being presented. There's, there's a connection with someone else because the Pluto and Libra, right? Yeah. And we've got all this Libra energy coming up here. Seventh house partnership, right? Key people at play here. Um, so I love like all of this for you. Um, you have tons of Taurus energy going on, mm-hmm. uh, tons, and Taurus is mm-hmm. still strong until July. Um, so that is huge. Um, and I'm trying to like think here. Uh, this whole okay. So what I will say is this: this exact point next year. Well, you, this is, you're you're feeling it beforehand, but mm-hmm. at this point next year, you are like on high. Like there is such an incredible feeling about your life direction, your legacy. Like, you know, it really feels like all areas, all key cornerstones of life are just really finally clicking. Um, And so it's reputation, work, family, partnership, all of that matters. Um, And at the same time in March that all of these things are really starting to come into fruition, and it's really gonna like last. This is gonna cement. And I I I really think it's like this point next year. Uh-huh. November, December of next this year. This time next year. Okay. God, there's such it 
I feel like everything's already done by that point and you're just feeling good by that point. But in March as well, um, the uh, North Node and part of Fortune are conjunct in your 12th house. Part of Fortune I never even talk about, but like those two. I love it. I know what it means. Yes. Like this is like... And in Leo, like, I mean, come on, it's just too good. Like, this is like, there's just good luck energy all around. It really feels like with the full moon, it's like you're getting what's due. Like, you something's happening for you. It's like, re this is really potent stuff. <laughs> so I'm really excited. I was like geeking out on this. I okay. love it. I love, I have been, it's so funny because I, I have definitely been having that feeling lately where I'm like, I don't, I don't feel like I have anything to show for it, but I do feel like some, like, there's something's coming, something's yes, shifting, all the seeds, you know, that you've just been scattering wild, wildflower seeds to the wind. And you're like, at some point, something's yeah. going to, going to change. Yes. Yeah. And like, I mean, like, I think everybody, like, yes, we're reading your chart right now, but it's mm -hmm. like, everybody should just know that like, this is also just the cycle of life, right? You're going to have your down yes. periods. You're going to yeah. have these periods where like a few years go by and you're like, oh my God, this was like an awesome time in my life. Yeah. That's why astrology is so cool. Human design's cool. You can know that these things are coming, you know, and then yeah. take advantage of them when they're here. And knowing yes. that you uh, definitely have like new opportunities coming in. There's this like, it feels like strategic alliances, partnerships coming in of mm -hmm. some sort, like making good business connections. So like use that to your benefit as best as possible. Network. Um, you can really make use of this. The other thing I'll say is that this isn't just quick. Like this, I, I know I said like by next year, I really think this whole thing is anchored into your life, but you have huge progressed energy, very positive going all the way through 2026. So this is like a few years of serious fulfillment. You're going to have the moon progressed moon coming up to conjoin your sun mm -hmm. during that time frame. The ascendant progressed ascendant is going to come meet your Pluto. You know, people born with Pluto on their ascendant are very powerful and yes. people. Like, yes, they are. This is going to be a really good time for you to be able to make some moves. Dang. Uh, however you need. Venus is going to be trining your ascendant. And Venus, you know, moves a lot slower in the progress chart. So mm -hmm. this is a really nice long-term thing. And the nodes will also, this whole time frame, because the nodes move extra slow. Mm -hmm. but the, the nodes at this point will be uh, sextiling your... Uh, well, sextiling and trining your Jupiter. Heck yeah. In the second house. Come on. So Love. that's all really good. There's just all of these really good things. I know that that's not a super specific uh, prediction. I just had to say like, uh, this is a backdrop of like a lot of stuff that's going on for you. Can I give a couple more specific things now? Transit related. Yes. It's just okay. like, that was, that was, that was a vibe. Like I know. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm sorry. I believe I'm like, I don't even know what told me to pull up the pro the progressions. Cause normally I'm like, ah, I can just like do sure, it sure. off of transit. Yeah. Something in me was like, I you knew, you knew I needed is. to hear it. I think that's what it was. I, yeah. I needed to hear that. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay, big time. So I will say uh, Mars, this Mars retrograde is impacting mm -hmm. your 10th house of career, right? Yes. So it uh, turned retrograde already. Mm -hmm. December 10th through the 15th. Yes, there's an element there of like being a little careful. It's going to be on your midheaven, December mm -hmm. 10th through the 15th, where it's not it's just like, it's more about like, you know, not being impulsive, not overworking yourself, like the mental exhaustion. Sure, sure, sure. But like, it can actually be really good about rethinking work, career. And I'm saying this because you already know these big things are happening. 
in your mm-hmm. career fulfillment in the next few years here mm-hmm. over the next <laughs> that whole time frame. So this is a good time for you to actually like practically consider that like what like if it feels like something's kind of brewing in your mind right now I wouldn't execute anything new during this time frame but pay attention to what's popping up in your mind around December 10th through 15th related to career and life direction for yourself and know that like you can make something happen probably just kind of keep note of that Mm -hmm. whatever that is nothing to do about it right now perfect Um, then it moves forward so it'll that that energy will get revisited February 12th through the 18th. Okay. That's when Mars done retrograde crosses back over. That's productive. So if you get a cool idea about your career in that December timeframe, February 12th through 18th, do it, put it mm-hmm. out there. And in general, even if you don't, what, what I would say, Mars on your midheaven there, that is a time where you want to communicate. You want to network. Yeah, good to get any message out there, launch a work project. You know, Mars is the entrepreneur. Um, you can host a workshop. It's Gemini. So it's like sales strategies will go your way. Um, you, you, Gemini is like the journalism and public relations stuff. Like pitch yourself to a magazine, get somebody to write a story about you. There's really good momentum for you in the public eye at this point. Um, so just put yourself out there, plan a launch. Mm-hmm. Um, on that same time frame, by the way, February 12th through the 18th, you have your Venus return aesthetics. Um, and it's just feeling good, looking good, good relationships again, like aligning with the right people, um, which, you know, your Venus return then also coincides with, I mean, your sun is right there too. So you're just Mm going to conjunct your sun. It's just really beautiful energy right there. Um, so love that. Um, Love that for me. mm -hmm. I'm like, I was going to kind of talk about the Jupiter transit in a more general overarching sense. I don't. Yeah. Let me just say something like, cause Jupiter's a teacher. What I mm-hmm. think is kind of also happening for you. And maybe it's related to like the new career upgrade going on here is that there does seem to be this element of like you being a guide for someone else. It could be that you gain a new guide or a role model or a mentor. Right. But I think that there's going to be some opportunity for you to share the wisdom you gained in your life. And like, they're going to, people will want to listen to you. Um, there's a lot happening during this time frame. I want you to pay attention to June 19th of this upcoming year, 2023. Okay. June 19th is when Jupiter sextiles Saturn. This is really good for you to find new clients, sustainable clients, grounded clients, wealthy clients. Um, so like there's, there's these really good people that I think are willing to invest in what you're trying to throw out there. Um, you have good travel energy um, during this time frame too. Um, this is, well, the whole time that um, Jupiter is going to be going through Taurus, which again, that year it's blessing that Taurus part of your chart. Yeah. You have all that progressed energy in Taurus right yeah. now. Like, it's crazy. So like, this is really good. Um, I would pursue travel. I would be on that if you want to, like it's probably just gonna be really good. Um, but beyond that, the way I kind of like think it's playing out is more of this like learning thing. I kind of feel like my prediction for you, I don't think you know what it is yet because these energies haven't moved into these Mm -hmm. spaces yet. I think you're learning something new. 
I really think you're like sinking your teeth, that Taurus savoring, indulging. I think you're sinking your teeth into some new modality, something new, like uh, getting a certification and something, right? That's the ninth house energy at play. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but you know, it's bringing you money. It is spiritual in nature. And it's like, if so, I think you got a good guide. You got a good teacher who's like showing you the way, but simultaneously you've got a really good ability to step up and be a teacher somehow. Um, and you're seeing this longer term potential financially mm -hmm. for yourself. It's growing. It's just like, Ooh, there's bounty here. So I love all that. Um, the other thing I'll say is the Venus retrograde impacting you specifically. Yes. It's not amazing. Like you more than I would say, like anybody I'm like, you know, be careful of aesthetic stuff. Um, for you, it's like, the, it's a if I take the shadow periods into account it's going to be mid-June all the way till mid-November um, but really the hottest time where you're going to want to watch it you specifically is going to be July 22nd through October 12th um, that time frame I just would not not recommend um, or you know please contact me <laughs> chart like hit me up if you want to do it like I, we can find times like yeah. <laughs> we can <laughs> um uh th the other thing i want to say about this is because this is your 12th house okay and yes. venus in the 12th is not always the easiest and it's very it's making a weird angle to the venus in your birth chart like that's okay. a blind spot angle yes. there um you know Venus in Leo wants to shine. It wants to feel good about itself. It wants to know I'm doing well. Please give me applause. Not in like some like egotistical way again, right? It's just like right. that like I, you're going to be in that mode of knowing you're doing well. All these great things are happening for you, I mm -hmm. think. Mm -hmm. I don't know that you're feeling appreciated by some people and maybe even to mm. the point where there's an element of sabotage from someone else, mm. like some jealousy coming into the picture. So I would look out for that. It's giving me like mean girl energy, that drama that like, you know, Leo can be annoying about. So like, I don't know if there's going to be like a competitive element at play where like somebody's like seeing your expansion and they're mm. not liking it. That 12th house is you know behind closed door enemies like people yes. who are not really on your side with the retrograde especially yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Like, you, you wouldn't you wouldn't see it so just careful of the interactions during that time frame okay. um god there are so many other dates i have for you i'm just gonna give you like some dates here because i know we've been like going on forever and i feel really bad um <laughs> longest episode ever um, I'd be like, I love, love it. it. Like, I feel bad. Sorry, <laughs> listeners. Um, <laughs> July 27th, um, Mercury is conjunct Venus. This is also in that retrograde time frame here. Um, Mercury conjunct Venus. This for me feels like news from someone out of the blue. Um, not, you're not feeling like they're talking to you with a sense of love though. Like it feels very like disingenuous. Um, so I don't know, like, I feel like they're trying to say something positive, but I don't think you're feeling like, I don't think I like what you just said to me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I think you're maybe feeling a type of way around July 27th, August 9th, um, Venus is square Uranus. That's, um, Uranus is in Taurus in the ninth house. Right. And so this, I'm layering in a, a lot of stuff here, knowing that I really do. My prediction is that you're kind of going on a new modality 
mm-hmm. something, something new is coming in for you at that point. Um, uh, this is like, I think you kind of being not sure that you can pull it off something, something new is happening. I think you're inspired. You're seeing this long-term potential, but then August 9th, there's like some snag that you hit and you're like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I will get the money that I thought I was going to, you know, but Uranus is in Taurus, which is ruled by Venus. Like mm-hmm. you gotta have the faith ninth mm-hmm. house. It's like that trust in it's the traditionally known as the house of God. Right. And being open to the radical way of looking at any problem that's coming up around August 9th. I do think you're hitting a roadblock though, but there's a brand new solution trying to come in. So you just have to stay open to it and know that it's not like old ways of handling a similar situation mm-hmm. are not going to work at that point. Okay. Um, and then finally, for that date in the Venus retrograde period, it's um, August 13th. The sun will be conjunct Venus. Um, kicker with this. <laughs> couple kickers here. At the same time, Mercury, your chart ruler, is on your ascendant at that same time. Um, this is like a storyline that's going to keep going, really. Um, and I... I did keep it going too. Um, cause m- I don't normally care to talk about the Mercury retrogrades, but these Mer- Mercury is your chart ruler. So Mercury mm-hmm. retrograde is going to start overlapping. Um, here it's going to retrograde in, uh, Virgo. You're going to want to be careful of that whole retrograde. That's August 22nd or sorry, August 23rd through September 15th. Mercury is just hitting that ascendant. You know, it's just going to make things get confused. You're not going to feel like you're as on top of it. Whatever, whatever, whatever. But uh, moving forward, it's direct um, on August 13th. This okay. is largely good. Um, this is like you breaking a mold of some sort. Mars is sextiling Uranus at the same time. Mars is also opposite, basically, your sun and Mars conjunction. Meaning Mars is like also mm-hmm. on your ascendant with Mercury. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on here, but <laughs> like there, there really is. I know I'm probably not even making sense to people, but what this is really, really, really good. I think this is like a solution coming in. Like some, okay. I don't want to say that savior. Like you want to watch that savior complex or like us waiting for someone to save us from something. But I do think you're actually getting like a serious boost of help from someone. Um, so just kind of a, be very open to the people that want to help you at this okay. time. You got a serious level of support. Um, and then in the larger sense, the Mercury retrograde is the final thing I'll say here. Um, it's going to touch that ascendant mm-hmm. um, three three times. So direct that first time, August 13th. Just pay attention to people, what, what resources are being brought to you. If you're learning new skills, anything, you know what your chart ruler mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. Retrograde is September 2nd hit. That one's the problematic one for me. It's a little complex. It's like um, you're revising a whole lot at that point. I know that's a common thing, but I think you're worried that you're that you overshot something at that point. Like you got these, you already went through that one hurdle, the roadblock mm-hmm. that popped up. Um, but now I think. You, it's almost like you overdid it and you're like, oh shoot, I'm in too deep though. I'm like doing too much. And I don't even know how to scale back at this point. Like, and so it really is about knowing you can and don't get overwhelmed at this point. Like it's very giving me panic attack vibes around September (laughs) 2nd. 
It, it is, you know, you, how you oh, just yeah, get no. overwhelmed. Right. So this is really about honest to God, focus on the details. The big picture matters, but you're not seeing it clearly at this point. Again, Neptune on your sun. So mm -hmm. don't focus on that because this is all opposing that stuff. So um, just focus on the, the nitty gritty, the detail stuff that mm -hmm. you know you can control on a day-to-day -day basis right around September 2nd because you're feeling really overwhelmed. Then it's direct. A lot of things are really moving forward for you. Very beautiful, productive energy. September 27th, you got a lot of clarity and confidence. Venus and the sun are in mutual reception at this point, mm -hmm. uh, meaning they've basically swapped signs. They're like in each other's home. They're talking to each other really nicely. Um, Mars is about to conjunct South Node in mm -hmm. transit on top of your natal Pluto. Um, this mm -hmm. is incredibly good. This is like, uh, honestly, so here's the weird way I predict this one for you. I do think okay. around October 3rd, 4th, something's going on. 24th? And this is, uh, no, no, October 3rd, 4th. October 3rd, 3rd and 4th. 4th. Okay. Right around then. Um, and this is my final date that I have for you. I, I'm sorry. I tried to speed through a lot of this. Oh, no, I love it. This, but this is a funny one for me. I think you're going to... <laughs> Maybe it's the, maybe that September 27th hit, that final third hit of Mercury on your ascendant. Uh -huh. There's clarity about a choice you have to make. October 3rd, 4th comes. I think you're cutting your losses on something. So I do think like maybe you got in too deep in something. You over, but a bit off more than you can chew in some way because you have a lot of momentum going on. So I do think that there's, you're like kind of taking all the opportunities as they come. Mm-hmm. I do think you're going to cut your losses, meaning like potential financial loss here too. Okay. Um, I really thought about this. I don't think you're upset about it though. Mm -hmm. because I think there's something else coming in. Like I think you're you're now seeing some sort of longer term potential around that October third, fourth point. That's why you make this decision, because um, <clears throat> you know something else is coming in. You're already kind of cushioned somewhere else at this point. Mm -hmm feels really good to me slight bittersweet because I don't think ultimately you would want to cut off any source of income or opportunity in career or something but I think it's just one of those things where you're like yeah no I can't do that like I cannot mm -hmm. also handle that like cool wish I could not yeah. Superman you know like that's that vibe for me um yeah. the only other note I have right around that point too is like this is very good for like striking a deal Signing okay. a contract, negotiations, yeah. Libra. Um, so just look over that stuff as best as you can, because it's like, you know, not that you're going to buy a partner. I'm not saying that, but yeah, you just want to make sure that like you're making the right deal, you're cutting yeah. the right loss, yeah, like that. Love it, love it. That's it. Yes. I'm like, I laugh because I'm like, I'm so easily overwhelmed. So it's like to me, I'm like, oh yeah, no, that totally sounds. That sounds like me. It's a you good know? overwhelm though. Yeah, like this is I love it. it feels like because there's so much fulfillment. That's yes. what I'm really enjoying about your it's, and it's picking up in March. Like I I know there's already this energy shift collectively in March, but you're happy birthday the way to me. You, it's like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. And for a few years, I, I really think oh. you're getting some serious do. Like, oh. I really do. I that is music to my ears. And again, I just want to stress like. Ryan is so amazing at this. At, like I said, the predictive. Everybody, everybody comes back to me that has seen you and is like, <laughs> he was, you know, like 
down to the the day and stuff of like things things shifting things happening i'm like so you know i'm like check in with me when these days (laughs) we'll see see what's transpired you know um but just amazing i'm like he's he's the go-to for this truly 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 yeah Oh my god! I appreciate that. No, you're just, but you, but seriously, I think, I think, like I said, the the timing thing is always, you know, like I said, I I don't even, I don't even get into that, you know, other than in a very vague sort of way. I just like to interpret. Um, I like to interpret the energy. Like that's that's more my, you know, my deal, right? And uh, but I think it's like such a special skill when somebody somebody has the gift of timing like you do. So I just. I'm like, ugh, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate it. I think I kind of fell into it, honestly. Uh, yeah, like, because I, I am the same. I think I prefer to just, like, try and interpret energy. Like, I think mm-hmm. that matters. It's just, like, more soul-fulfilling, right? Mm-hmm. But I started playing around with timing techniques, and I really kind of stuck. There are a lot of timing techniques. Yes. That I think people get overwhelmed with the totally. options. Yeah. Um, that's why I don't even look at progressions all that much. Right. Um, but anyway, like I think it's just that I stuck with it and then just it kept getting verified. So I I use them now. And I want people to have something to look forward to, you know? Like I don't totally I think it's something different. You know? Well, and I and I think too, it's like the looking forward to and also just being aware. To me, I'm I jokingly always feel like I'm like the cosmic weather girl it's not it's not doom and gloom it's more just like hey take your umbrella that day you're going to need your snow boots or whatever right it's like it doesn't have to be a bad thing you're just more you're more um you're more aware yeah you know, well, of all of it totally i'm like i yeah i think it's cool to have like the timing down but like in your end and like as human design wise you have a really cool way of reading for me that's like timeless where it's like, oh, this mm-hmm. is like handy advice. Like I can, I need, I can implement this. And it's like always going to be working for me. You know, yes. it's not just psychological. It's like, no, I can like physically put this to use like today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like totally. Amazing. And I, and I was thinking, yeah, like make and sort of self-soothe with a lot of it as well, where I'm like, oh, but it's just, it's just what's going on right now. And that's okay. And that's why I'm feeling, I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. And It'll all be fine. The, the The planets will move again. <laughs> oh yeah, they 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 don't ever stop they're, moving. They're That's never. Also... I know, right? They're never. They don't ever stop. Yeah, enjoy those good moments. You know, <laughs> totally. <laughs> I'll keep moving on. <laughs> totally, I love it. Well, oh my gosh. Well, anything else we want to add? Um, no, not not astrologically. I got so many things I could say, but no, I'm good. Oh oh, it's so, <laughs> so good. Um, well, amazing. I'm like, guess we're clocking in at like, what, like two hours now. I love it. Um, I love it. <laughs> I could talk, I know, I could, I'm like, other than I have to eventually go to the bathroom of like, I could sit and talk to you just forever. Um, so all that said, I want you to tell everybody what you're up to, where they can find you, how they can book with you. Um, and also things that I know that you're working on that are Coming in the very near future. So yes, spill yes, it. Yes. Spill yes, the deeps. I'm totally gonna spell. I'm totally gonna spell. Um, so I mean, like, I'll just go off with that one. Um, I have a podcast. Yeah. By the time you're hearing this, ideally it's launched. If it's not launched, you know what? Sorry, but like there's just things going on, you know. I'm <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Where it's like really about to launch in a hot second here. I've been working on this for a long time. Um, yeah. and just so excited to get it out the door. It's called Claire Annoyance. 
like Love clairvoyance, that. but clairvoyance. So you'll see info about that, like on my website and on my social media. So I'll just go and move to those. Um, my website is ryansastrology.com, R-Y-A-N-S, astrology, no apostrophe. They don't allow those in URLs. Um, and then my Instagram is my name, Ryan Markwart. I'm kind of distancing from that. <laughs> the Instagram, I'm still, found, I got to keep found fulfillment over on TikTok. <laughs> I have found some, but I just like still overwhelming. But uh, yeah, I'm using TikTok more right now as a focus. So on TikTok, I'm Ryan's Astrology. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I think like other than that, like I've got tons of different booking options. I'm playing around with my booking options a lot. I'm trying to do more like limited engagement booking ideas. Like I did fear-based readings for Halloween and they were $50, you know, like limited time only, get it yeah. while it's hot, focused on like, what's your fear? And I loved doing that. That was so fun. Um, so, cool. so I'll be doing more of that and I'll do like holiday discounts too, end of year discounts here. Yeah. I, I, I didn't want to do black Friday. Cause I feel like it's, it was just swamped. Like everybody's yeah. <laughs> it is overwhelming. Like, yeah. Oh my God, all the things. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you can mention it, but it was like, you were showing me something that you were also collaborating on with somebody, um, before we got on the podcast, you were, you were smelling them. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Let me just like, say it. Why not? Why not? Um, okay. So, so, um, this is a candle goal, uh, by 16 and vine, who is like a friend of mine that I got introduced to a few years back. She's incredible. Um, she literally like, these are incredible candles. I don't even know how to explain this. Like, and I'm a scent freak. I used to you, be... you are a double gate 44. Oh yeah, you Which know is, this about. Me. I know this about you. We it, talked it, about this it, in the last podcast. It blows my mind. I've got this like one like I don't even know if you can see like my little note. Oh, I'm literally showing the candle as if like people are <laughs> watching this. Whatever. Um, but I have this like candle back there that's like a little gnome. Like I've had that for over a decade now. Huge. Um, I could just I love candles. I literally started a can a club called Candle Lovers Unite once in my life and lasted a few years. Like I love candles. So anyway, um, my friend and I are collaborating on this, and she's like go to 16andvine.com. I think it's maybe 16vine.com. Um, but she asked me to collaborate with her on a like astrology line. So we're going to do uh, be releasing candles for each element. Um, we've been like experimenting with a lot of different scents that correlate to the signs that fall into each element. We have uh, settled on our final concoctions for each element. And now she's pouring candles to make sure that they smell good, but they're incredible. They're going to, um, I don't want to drop the exact date when they're coming mm -hmm. out. Cause they had, they do have to sit for like a couple months, but it, I will just say it, uh, coincides nicely with the um zodiacal new year <laughs> love love oh my god so fun well and i have to say too you just um something i wanted to throw in as well about ryan one of the things that i really love is you know you make all this stuff so accessible to people is like we've we've talked about this before when i, I i'm a guest on Claire annoyance yes. like that that will yes. that episode will be coming out but um you know i i just think that's such a cool thing that you do it's like making these things not unattainable for people so that they can get this sort of like information and advice and so it's like um i just i wholly endorse that especially again all the aquarian energy of just yeah 
just being being there for the people and recognizing that that this shouldn't even have to be a luxury this is this is necessary information it is it yeah is. totally you. i love it yeah well cool i will obviously put all of those links and things in the show notes um yeah and on that i know i've asked you about beauty products before but i'm like any anything you're loving right now that oh you God. do you know what i don't think i don't think no, I don't think so. Nothing new. I'm still rocking witch baby soap. Yeah. Um, I like I would love those body butters, but I have like actual like soaps. Like I got this one. I mean, I got it a while back, but it's one that the soap I'm on now is like a strawberry lemonade. Mm, <laughs> it was, I got it in the summer. Um, no, otherwise I don't think so. Like I love chapstick, but like that, I don't have anything good to say. I really right. do. I'm a chapstick whore. Um, otherwise, no. I'm over Shoot. here like huffing my my little fox cedar fever oh god yeah no um, i've just been burning these candles that's literally them. it because i bought I, I literally bought a ton of them like when i first like when she approached me to do this i was like i didn't even know you made candles first of all and then she's got like this cult following online and, cool. and then they, the scents are crazy like this is called gold dust woman this one ginger wood red clay cedar wood palo santo um peach stevie Peach and Polynesian plumeria. I don't know. Just like her candles are weird scents. We are using ingredients and in the ones we're doing together that I've never even heard of. Like they don't smell like anything I've ever smelled before. So it's just like really so exciting. so exciting. So exciting. But no, that's it. Like I'm a, I've been definitely indulging in the scents lately, not products. Shoot. I should though. No, I just, you know, like I like to ask because I'm just curious, you know, um, but so fun. I'm like I said, you have it in your chart. You're supposed to be somebody with a nose. So I love that. Well, we'll definitely, yeah, definitely have to um, do a little cross promotion when those candles do come out so that oh people my God. can have some access to them. Love yeah, it. Yeah, she sells out quick, but I know she's going to try and make like uh, more than she usually does for this. Love, love. Amazing. Well, always as always amazing love to talk to you love to just geek out on all of this and um yeah i mean hopefully everybody has some has some great dates to kind of like you know check in their calendar for this coming year and then check check in on me <laughs> yeah yeah please do somebody somebody check in on you like god throughout the year i'm going to totally, totally. i love it well um Thank you for joining me again. And yeah, and thank you all for joining us. Um, just good times, good times all around. And until next time, have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening to Beauty by Design. I appreciate you being here and would love to connect even deeper. The easiest way to reach me is on Instagram at Michaela McLean. Be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share so we can help as many people as possible feel beautiful by design.